Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 41. I have to keep this really, really short because this is our longest ever episode. And it is our longest episode as we move into a new format as of next week. If you want to have more details of that, listen into the podcast. And once you've listened in, let us know what you think by following us on all the social media. Just search for The Geekatorium on Twitter, Instagram, or on Facebook. If you really want to get involved as well, head onto our Patreon as well and sponsor us. Join one of the tiers and you can get access to a whole bunch of exclusive uh, footage and uh, material that's just for our subscribers. But without further ado, let's go into the podcast. I'm doing all right. Yeah, uh, it's um, it's been a it's been a, a, a quite a long week. There's a lot of running around because uh, because the quizzes are back. As, yes, as I've mentioned yes. before. Yes, um, but that's it's it's great. Uh, what's I tell you? What's been really weird about it is because I have to get the bus. I have to get a couple of buses. Right. Uh, so it's sort of getting used to the routine of of going out and you know you, you know going to. Work, work is one thing, but going out mm. and doing the quizzes and getting in that mindset, and you know, because you, you, you're going to be talking to, to punters, and you know, you got to try and I don't know, it's 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 just, you you do have to try and sort of prepare your mind for for that kind of thing. Yeah, of um, course. The other thing though was I I I, I forgot my headphones uh, the other day, so traveling on a bus without music or anything like that, you're just left alone with your thoughts, man. Not just that, you have to hear everyone else's thoughts because they just yes, talk you out do. Loud. Well, no, I mean these days they're all muffled because they're all wearing a mask. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> um, but the I, I don't want to be left alone with my thoughts because I I have weird thoughts. I have weird thoughts. I have thoughts like I, I don't know, like 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 ah, here's one. Uh, if pulling a finger. Let's a fart out. Does pushing a finger put farts in? And then I'm left alone with that for like 20 minutes on the bus journey. <laughs> I just I, let that hang. I would have thought pulling a finger lets a fart out. Pushing, pushing. your finger would make yeah. you burp. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because like you can't, like the gas, it's the gas, it's about releasing the gas that's inside you. So, you know, that's why I would. Yeah, okay. It's, so it's, it's amazing that a finger could be such a pressure valve. It's, uh... <laughs> it's God's own pressure valve. <laughs> <laughs> didn't but need... those are the thoughts I have when I'm a left uh, like to my own devices. It, it shouldn't happen. No. Just give me some music. <laughs> <laughs> give me Dude, some music. I... It's that or Bricks Ball Crusher. Oh, God. No, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Left of your thoughts. Left of your thoughts over <laughs> Bricks Ball Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you been you've been all right yeah i'm all right it's been my wife's birthday uh this weekend so we have been uh I've, I've, we've eaten too much we've drank too much and we've had a great time in general um i really really can't complain um it's been nice having a dog uh, during this because we've gone out mm-hmm. and walked and stuff like that um but yeah i i i you know what i think i um i think i did it this year i think i, to- I think i, I think like so proud of myself this year oh cake, cake. Cake oh, I yes. made. So basically I only I only really bake once a year, which is for her birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so every year, so it's, you know, the first year I had a disaster of a cake because I just don't bake. So I just, <laughs> it just went horribly wrong. Um, the next year after that was a coconut and lime cake, which went Ooh. very, very well. Yeah, I was really proud of that one. Uh, then it was a, oh, I did a Harry Potter. Um, I, did the, I did Hagrid's cake. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, you know, it's, um, so I had a happy birthday, uh, Bernie on it, you know, pink with the green writing and stuff like that. So I did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I did a pistachio and cherry cake. Ooh. That sounds lovely. It was very nice. A bit dry, but very nice. Um, last year was a strawberry, fresh strawberry and white chocolate cake. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, with whipped cream all over it. Oh, it was so good. It was very good. But this okay, year... I need to get you to make cakes for my birthday now as this well. Year, this, is, uh... this year was a chocolate Oreo cake. Oh. So chocolate cake, mm-hmm. yeah, which I've never done before, but I made a chocolate cake, chocolate sponge, mm-hmm. uh, with an Oreo buttercream all over it. Nice. Yeah, and I managed to get it like smooth as well, like proper, like yeah, yeah, edged yeah. and stuff like that. It, was, it looked really good. So the whole cake looked like a giant Oreo cookie. No, no, no. Well, oh, right. and then I made a chocolate, like a, I tried to, right. So I tried to make a chocolate ganache, right, to go mm-hmm, over it. Mm-hmm. The problem was the recipe I found uh, was an American recipe for making ganache. Now, if there's one thing I learned in this whole thing, is don't follow American recipes for ganache. Don't follow American recipes for baking. They're a bit, sh- they're a bit shit. I'll be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> like you, you go like, uh, well, I, I need, I need two cups of butter. What the, like, what's a cup? Well, uh, who, like, my cup is a big cup, right? It's mm-hmm. like, like, what's this? there's no standardization for a start, so it's just a nightmare trying to work out uh, how much you like. Um, but it's like they're they're weird. They have like. There's like one recipe I found put ask for vegetable oil in the cake. I was like, who puts vegetable oil in a cake? It's rapeseed oil. Like, ugh. No, but it's like rapeseed oil. That's butter. vegetable oil. But butter. You put butter in a cake. You don't put like oil in a cake. Then you're just frying it. Like, yeah, nah. Depends. Depends. Uh, Depends. It depends. Also, I will say, just just to sort of uh, be be difficult here, I've actually got the whole sort of range of measurement things, and there is I've got a cup, a half cup, a quarter cup, and all of those. I've I've got I've got the range. Well, you're just the, the worst. That's what you are. <laughs> you know, I, I I I cook, and uh, just, and I do know the the, the the pain of googling something, and it's all Americanized. Yeah. So anyway, really went, frustrating. So I went through like so I got the recipe, um, and I went through the. Um, I went through the 10 pages of the backstory of why they like this recipe so much. Um, you know, we've talked about this before. Like, I, I just didn't need it. <laughs> and I got to it. And I got to the chocolate ganache bit. Like, I was like, okay, chocolate ganache. Oh, this looks pretty. Like, this much, this much cream, this much chocolate chips. I've got that. Boom. Put it in. This is really runny. It is not. And it's like, it's so runny. And it's not boiling down it's not like it's not reducing whatsoever it's not Mm. thickening up i was like and like i just realized like they put too much cream in their ganache like it's got to be like like it's got to be so much less cream they've absolutely screwed it up so it It might have been that they because it might be the wrong cream as in they they told you the wrong cream no no i i I used the cream that they said like oh okay yeah yeah i i I followed the recipe exactly i found all the stuff that they found exactly i was like this is bull i managed to save it by dumping a whole bunch of icing sugar into it and whipping it to hell and it became sort of a nice thicker uh chocolate sauce as opposed mm-hmm. to a uh, a cream uh a ganache sorry 
And so I, I poured that on top. And honestly, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, so proud of it, man. But I have had a lot of snacks and a lot of chocolate this weekend. So I am... I am going to be hitting the gym tomorrow for about three hours. <laughs> You've got your sugar high on right now. Oh, oh, it's 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 great. And I've also I've drank a lot of a uh, punk IPA as well because beer of choice and also uh, birthday weekend. Not even mine. <laughs> please, please sponsor us, Brewdog. Please mm. sponsor us. Brewdog, please. Ha uh, do you know what? I will take payments in crates of IPA. So like, would I. Like, I would happily take a crate of IPA every week. I tell you what, if, we, if we're going to keep on going with the cookatorium, as this week's podcast turns out to be, <laughs> uh, if we're going on with that, then I will say uh, a couple of bottles of Brewdog Punk IPA and use that to braise a brisket. Oh! Mate. So, mm. uh, so when I did that, it was, it was two bottles of Punk IPA, uh, some beef stock and vegetables, and I cooked that, like sort of simmered that for a bit. And then poured it into a tray with a brisket in there and cooked that for like three or four hours, low and slow. Mm. Mate, that was one of the best things I've ever cooked in my life. So I am um, like the, the first bar, the first and only, no, we've only done, we've done two barbecues this year in our back garden because, you know, we only moved in uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, but the first one I did, uh, I got some chicken, chicken thighs, chicken mm -hmm. drumsticks, marinated them for 12 hours in like all the good stuff. And I used Hop House and it was like, oh. Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah only the good, good beers and right. only this good beers in the in this house like i'm sorry but you know i oh i've got to tell you i tried the most weirdest most amazing beer at my quiz because uh, the pub that i do it at they have they have like guest beers in all the mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. uh and and i had this one at 6.9 percent it was a stout uh and it was waffle and blueberry flavored <laughs> and it's one of the sexiest beers i've ever drunk it was seriously, or stouts. It was one of the sexiest drinks ever. I remember so, trying it. I was in the middle of the quiz. I had the microphone and I, just, I was like, read a question and took a sip of the beer. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to have sex with this pint tonight. Jesus. <laughs> Discuss. So you drank Blue Waffle. Blue waffle. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you had waffle and blueberry, yeah? Waffle and blueberry. So in my head, I'm like, that just sounds like, it's literally like, that's blue waffle. Have you not? I mean, I don't know. What, what is blue waffle? <gasps> what, am I, what am I missing? Am oh, I missing a reference? No. You're, you're missing the worst thing that's ever, like, oh my God, this is what, this was like 2007, six or seven. And it was like, mm. Uh, if you Googled blue waffle, you just had to burn your computer afterwards. It was. Oh no. Yeah. It was one of those ones. Like it was, uh, oh God, no, dude. We're in two girls, one cup territory. No, worse. Oh, oh dude. worse. Yeah. Oh man. I'm oh. going to have to Google this in a minute. I know. I? I know. This is the thing. I feel really bad because like you're so innocent and you missed this all. <laughs> I am not fucking I'm, innocent. I'm now, no, you are. You know what? You could be, you could be Paul Pot, and right now you'd be innocent because you haven't seen, like, <laughs> right? And like, I'm just gonna, like, oh, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm really sorry that I'm inflicted with this because you are. You're going to have to Google this. I'm gonna have to Google to understand it, what to understand what I'm referencing. And when you do it, I'm gonna get a message from you that's basically, I, I guarantee, it's just gonna say fuck you. And like, that's, like <laughs> I know this in my heart of hearts, and I. I'm sorry, man. I apologize that you've 
I apologize for putting the blue waffle out there as something to don't. I, I, oh God! And oh. I'll apologize in advance to our listeners who may not have known what this is, and they're going to Google it as well. So, so feel, I'll apologize on on, I feel, on your behalf to them. I genuinely feel. What have re- you done? I feel. I feel awful. I feel genuinely awful. You feel waffle. I feel awful. <laughs> 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 Which is funnily enough close to what it is. Um, so, um, <laughs> so what have you been watching this week, buddy? What let's let's, let's move on to that. Week. What have you been watching this week? <laughs> I have been watching. I watched the first three episodes of The Boys. Wow, you had time. season two. Well, I, I wouldn't say like lots of time. This is this is this and something else. I'll talk about something else in a minute. But yeah, I watched the first three episodes of The we Boys. We can talk about the first one. Okay, we can talk about the first one. That's all right. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's 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 certainly a continuation. Uh, and uh, I'm a little iffy with some of it, like the um, the stuff with Huey and Bill. Um, like you didn't feel that there was that much animosity towards each other mm. at the end of season one, but at the beginning of season two, they, they've got problems with each yeah. other, man. They've got some serious problems with each other. And that wasn't really set up in such a, 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 a an aggressive way. They weren't that, they were just a bit miffed with each other, but it didn't yeah. feel like they were properly pissed. Uh, but Huey's properly pissed with Bill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and and I, was, I was a bit, Hmm, okay. But I think I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's funny. I, th- I feel like they've amped up the humor. Yeah, they've absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Ridiculous things. I would agree with that. I'm trying to think, did you... Have so, you got right. bit with so the magic se- mushrooms? Have so you seen season, the magic no, mushrooms? No, no. So season... Okay, right, The, right, the right, end right. of episode one is Billy the Butcher Returns. That's the right, yes. That's it. Um, okay. I, I I love that first episode. I, it made me want to watch more. It's a really, really good episode. I loved that at the beginning at um, Translucent's funeral, <laughs> uh, which, which was just generally great. But when Homelander um, and Starlight were getting interviewed outside, yes, um, oh, there was this, this lovely little thing that they did, where like they would say something, but before they said it, it would flash up on the newsreel. Um, and it was just like, it was so, it's such a, great things like these guys are scripted they're following a script and the news like it's so much about propaganda and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i mm-hmm. really really like that little that little so like if you weren't watching you wouldn't have spotted it but it was just so nicely done um yeah and i i love that and i love that um homelanders like in that first episode he's going on that power trip of i'm the most important thing and then he just gets slapped in his place like yes oh by gustav frings uh <laughs> John, I mean, and look, even his real name sounds like a great name for a villain. Yeah, I know. Do you know his real oh, yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's fant- I, I want to name a villain that. It's he's a great name. Brilliant. I mean, I, I liked him when he played, uh, I liked him in Community, uh, when he was the half the half brother. You know, but I love, I, I think he's a great actor, but he's brilliant mm. in this. He's like, he's so sinister. Um, mm. And the way he slaps down Homelander in that first episode is just brilliant but it goes yes. it's this is the thing like you you come out the first season going right well homelander is going to be on a power trip and it's going to be all about taking him down but actually now you realize that homelander thinks he's a big fish yeah. and he is nothing yeah. and it's it's great i, th- I think it, i think it's gonna I, the first episode alone set up so many little great threads um i'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out wait till he gets to the end of episode three because the face that he's pulling at the end of that episode, just the face is like this full on, like, 
Oh, he, he he looks like he's smelling something disgusting. That's well, that's the you know you know the Joey Tribbiani. Yeah, just yeah, look yeah, like yeah. You're smelling <laughs> a, a, a fart. You know. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I'm sure I'll find time to watch it. Uh, but I am it's great. To Did it. you watch? Um, because I know you've seen a few of them, but um, mm. the, the Honest Trailers uh, did uh, the the Boys season one. No. Uh, recently, just just last week, they did the yeah. Boys season one. Obviously, in preparation for the mm, release of mm, season two. Mm. And there's two things that they they really pointed out that I was like, yes, that is true. Especially now watching season two, you're like, my god. Uh, one of them was like. If you want to set up the bad guy for your second season, just hire in Giancarlo Esposito. And then they, <laughs> then they cut from that. They cut from him appearing at the end of the the, the episode, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, at the yeah. end of season one, and then cut that into The Mandalorian. Because that's exactly what happened in The Mandalorian as well. They set him up as the villain for season yeah, two. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Yep. And the other Perfect. thing they pointed out was um, how convenient all the news stories are. In, in The Boys. Mm. Uh, and then in season two, it was like, oh my God, every single time a news story pops up on the screen, it's like, Jesus, they rely on these so heavily. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a bad thing as such because there's only so many ways you can introduce like a, a, a way for all the characters to learn something has happened. But yep. still, like when, when you'd like three times in one episode, a news story pops up and you're like, okay, yeah, no, this yeah, is getting yeah, a yeah. bit much. But it doesn't detract from it. It's a great show. I'm oh, laughing. fantastic show. Love it. It's gruesome. Uh, what is also mm. quite interesting as the opening of episode one. Oh my brilliant. god, the, like, the way they kill that guy by opening his jaw too yeah. wide. But it's when, he, oh. when, when he gets the bear, <laughs> <laughs> Black Noir is low key one of the greatest characters in that show. Yeah, I mean, he so, really is. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. So, yeah, yeah uh, very good. The other thing I've been watching this week is actually uh, one of those things. I, I, I get into to, to YouTube loops. Uh, I definitely get into those. But one thing that I do love about YouTube is I'm able to see an ending to a game I played in my youth yeah. that I never yeah. saw when I actually played the game. Yeah. So, for instance, for instance, I, uh, uh, this was the main one that I watched. Um, and it's anno- it annoys me that it only takes 40 minutes to actually do. You know, I, I spend hours and hours and hours and hours on this particular game. Yeah, yeah, game, yeah, yeah. And then it turns out it could be done in 40 minutes. Wow. And it's, it, it infuriates me that I, I never got to that. But I know where I went wrong. So the game that I watched um, was for the NES, for the Nintendo Entertainment System, famous for Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Duck Hunt. And, and the like. Pardon? Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, but uh, I, wa- I, I watched through the. Do you remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that came? Oh out from fuck the that game! Oh my <laughs> god, I loved and I hated that game in equal measures. So, like the and it's the dam, isn't it? You're about to talk about the dam. So I, I did get past the dam eventually. I did get past it. Never got the, past that it. That swimming bit, that swimming bit where you've got to... Did you not get to that? I never got past that part. It's brutal. You never got to the... No, you did get to the swimming part. I got to the swimming part. I, yeah. And then I die every time. And like, yeah. yeah the it, jellyfish or the, uh, the seaweed that yeah. electrocutes you. Nah. Yeah, yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. Nah. So, so, so yes, I, I, I would get past that because once you get past that, you, you get back to your base and Splinter's been kidnapped. Uh, and Shredder's face appears on your TV and and says, we've got Splinter. If you want him, you have to defeat the Foot Clan. Ha, 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 and then fades away. The story is very minimal in this game. It's just well, we kidnapped someone. I remember that. Then okay. you must have completed the dam at least once. I must have. I must yeah. have. Okay, yeah, cool. I thought past it. 
No, no, ha, ha. The, the second How part good am I? <laughs> did you? <laughs> so it, it, this will this this will be the key. Do you remember driving the turtle van? Yes. Then you got past the dam because that was the level after the dam. Right. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. Turtle van. So you definitely did that. That because that's the only time when you drive the turtle van is the level after the dam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I always got lost. I always got lost in the bit that comes after the dam because what you have to do is go into one of the buildings because you know mm. there's the overhead stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then you go into a building and then you collect some rockets and then you have to go back and then you get in and then you have rockets for the van. Yep. Now those rockets are to be used. There's some bar barriers that you yeah, have to blow yeah, up yeah. with the rockets. See, I was a kid and obviously we didn't have walkthroughs or anything like that to tell us what to do. We just had to figure it out. And I always used those rockets to kill the steamrollers that were driving around as well. <gasps> You had to use them to blow up a wall. Uh, no, you had to use them to blow up the barriers so you yeah. could cross bridges. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh my exactly. God, I got I got past that bit. I remember that. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God, I got really far in this game. Ah. Well, no, you didn't because no, there's so no, much more. Because no, no. uh, it turns out at the end of that section, one of the bosses is an evil turtle. I don't remember that. Yeah, so I, I never got to that part, but there's an evil turtle because there's a bit where you also get um, like a, a, a like a rope that you mm. throw over between buildings and then use it to cross the buildings. I, I never got to that. Yeah, exactly. There's all this stuff uh, that you 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 have a one-on-one -on -one fight mm. turtle versus technodrome at one point. So I got to see that. That was in, insane. <laughs> you get to fight a like, giant mouser. What? Like yes, <laughs> I know. I know all of this stuff that I never saw. All right, I'm, I'm Googling an emulator right now because I need to play this and find out. Yeah. I'm, and you know I mean, what? I'll still die on the dam every time. No, well, here's, here's, here's the thing that I always got wrong with every video game I ever played as a kid. And this is with Mario, with Sonic, all of these games. To me, you weren't playing the game properly unless you killed every bad guy. Yeah. But whenever I watch people do these playthroughs, they, they, they just past. run past them. Yeah, yeah. They just run past them. And then it's like, oh, I spent too much time worrying about killing. Because then, then as you try and kill everything, you're then also making yourself more vulnerable to lose health and lose a life and make it harder for yourself. Where if you just speed through, you can actually make it easier on yourself. And it's really frustrating that I've been, <sighs> I had been playing all these games wrong in my youth. We are amateurs. We really are. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible times. But it was really good to watch it through and I was like, ah, oh, here's the ending. And I'm so glad I didn't waste all the time actually playing it because the ending is very unsatisfying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, is it that bad? It, it, it comes up with a message on the screen going, and then the, world, like the, and then the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles saved the world. Their adventure is concluded. And that was it. <laughs> Great. Wow. Great. Wow. Like... Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been this disappointed since the last episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's, 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 wow, okay, cool, fine. fine so so fine. That's, the, that's the thing, like the, all those old school games. I mean, Nintendo, I don't think, did endings very well when it came to those sorts of games, like Super Mario. Well, that was a very disappointing ending because yep. all you did was just meet the princess and then go, hey, want to play the same game again but harder? Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, great, thanks so much. But Sonic always had really good endings, I found. Sonic had decent endings, especially Sonic 2. I did like the ending for Sonic 2. I'm trying to remember the ending for Sonic 2. The ending for Sonic 2, you destroy the Death Egg. Yep. And then you're just falling from space. 
and then you slowly fall uh, and then onto the plane that Tails is flying. Yes. And then, then, then you fly and then you just sort of, and it had this great music and like, it was really feel good. And you're like, ah, oh, that's really cool. Whereas with Mario, it's like, well, that's the end. Bye. So, yeah. oh, okay. I think early, definitely early Nintendo games had that. Um, yeah. Like later on, they got better, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, there's things like uh, Metroid. Where yeah. They had the big reveal at the end of oh one of the Metroid God. games where it was like, it's a woman! And everyone yeah. lost their fucking minds! <laughs> um, Luigi's Mansion finished quite well, I think. Hey, like, Didn't it? Wasn't there a game last year that was advertised that showed Luigi being murdered? <laughs> and everyone uh... was really upset. All of Twitter was... was I've got to look this up. There was, there was a trailer for a game... That showed Luigi actually getting murdered, and I then think the rest we, of it was his ghost. I think we need to find this. I bet you it was Luigi's Mansion too. Um, it must have been that. Uh, let's. I let's, think it was actually a Super Smash Brothers game. I think it was one of those. Let's find this out together. Let's find this out. Yeah, yeah Luigi got murdered in a trailer recently, and, <laughs> and people were very upset. We will Google Luigi got we will murdered, Google this. and we will discuss it next week. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching? Um, so, uh, yeah, I watched uh, the first episode of The Boys and mm-hmm. it's, it is incredible. Such a great song. Yeah. Uh, just absolutely loved it. I'm still watching, um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is very, very enjoyable. At this Where point. have you got up to now? You uh, still season three? Se- no, no, still season okay. two. We're just working away slowly. Um, but mm-hmm. what I want to talk about is <coughs> I... As you know, uh, I have been going through my epic watch through of uh, The Simpsons. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am currently on season 25. Jesus Christ. Yeah, season 25. I've watched, I have watched every episode. Um, some of them I've been paying full attention. Some of them have been, just been on the background while I've been doing something else, right? Okay. And I've been quite critical of The Simpsons, haven't I? Like, yeah, well, not 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 in a negative way. Reasonably like, though, yeah, yeah, reasonably yeah. critical. I, I've been, like, I, you know, I've pointed out that you know it's the, the you know early Simpsons is fantastic, and it just sort of loses its way and starts becoming about the um, zaniness of uh, whatever. This last season, season twenty five, and sort of about season twenty four as well. I've really been enjoying it again. Uh-huh. Like, there are episodes I've never seen before now coming up. Like, uh, genuinely, I've never seen some of the episodes, that are, uh, any of the episodes that are coming up. And they're actually not bad. Like, they're actually pretty decent. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, the average is, like, it's still not great. It's still not early Simpsons. But it's a mi- it's miles ahead of what happened in sort of the middle Sort of Do you know why years. it probably was? Do you know why it probably is? Go on. Because the people that they've got on the writing team now were kids when they watched The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. The Simpsons yeah, 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 at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. And now, like 20 years later, 20 seasons later, they've got old enough, got jobs in there, and they're like, no, we understand this. We watched it when we were kids. So it, 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 it's still got that zaniness of um, the, the middle seasons where it's like, no, that couldn't possibly happen. This is way too stupid and stuff. Yeah. Like, but it balances it out with some some actually really good storytelling and some really some nice character work and some nice character comedy and like i've just watched an episode uh where lisa gets a new best friend who's someone who's who reads like her who's as intelligent as her is into all the same things and then she finds out in the middle of a presentation that her her new best friend is a republican and she's a democrat and <laughs> yeah and it's like oh okay let's see and like it, it's it's 
it's actually really well done. It's actually quite funny. There's like, she's like, her friend turns around and says, oh, my mum says it's okay, we can be friends. You're just going through a liberal stage. And Lisa's like, well, my mum just said you're going through a conservative stage. And then it's like, oh, it's actually really... It's actually really well done. Like, and I was actually, I really actually enjoyed the uh, the the episode. Uh, there was another episode that's been on recently that uh, I watched recently like today, actually, uh, which was all about regrets. Um, and like, they followed four characters. So they followed Mr. Burns, uh, Homer, Marge, uh, and there was one other character I can't remember. But they all had a regret, and it was all about them making up for their regret. And it's actually or trying to go back and change what's happened. And it all comes back because like Bart's been, you know, they go like, Bart's a, a nuisance. He's a terrible child. And Marge is like, oh, this is because we listened to Kiss while we were growing up, while he was in my womb. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's like, and it's just this brilliant bit where like, he's like Marge is like, I, I feel really bad because uh, this is all because we listened to Kiss. And then Chief Wiggum turned around and says, you know, we listened to Mozart and Winston Churchill's speeches and and Ralph turned out the way he did. <laughs> and it's just like, yes. So it's like, it's actually, it's actually bringing out some really nice moments. And it's, it's it seems to actually be coming, not, it's maybe not back to how it, it's heydays, but I've actually been really enjoying the last season and a half. That's quite good to know. I, yeah. I, I, I may check out season 25. You yeah, season 25. Season I watched, 25. I watched, I watched 25. I got, the other day it turned up and it was like, it was the 500th episode. And I was like, I have watched 500 episodes of The Simpsons. That's insane. Like, I, I've watched, no, like, I'm just going to repeat that. I have watched five, over, over <laughs> 500 episodes of The Simpsons. See, and here's the thing, you've probably watched, and even though you haven't probably watched it in years, you've probably watched the same amount of episodes of EastEnders or Coronation Street. Yeah. And you actually think about how many, because it's it, EastEnders and Coronation Street is twice a week. Mm, mm. Twice a week with those. Like The Simpsons used to only be once a week. Yep. Now, now it's obviously it's in, in uh, syndication, but uh, but yeah, with with say like, can you imagine if they did a DVD box set of EastEnders or Coronation Street? Oh my God, it would be the size of an HMV. It it would, <laughs> it would. I mean, even if it was on a hard drive, the hard drive would be the size of a a, a Jeep. <laughs> you know, <it> <laughs> let, me, let me roll out all the hard drives for this. <laughs> Back it up, beep. <laughs> oh my god it's not it's, but yeah I, I i genuinely i've been watching so i've watched it and i i genuinely think the simpsons is starting to actually get decent again like return to form yeah yeah i mean it's still as i say i, I you know massive caveat it's still not those first 10 seasons but it's also not the following 10 seasons so there you go that's that why sounds I, good. Okay. Well, that's good to know. That's yeah. good to know. Will Disney, when they are, like have a bit more control over it, will Disney put it back or will they end up actually making it a return to form? So that's that's the thing. So I'm both worried and I'm not about it because I, I am worried that, Simpson, that, the, that, that Disney will go, well, you need to tone it down. Uh, you need to be more family friendly. Because there's some episodes of this that I'm watching and I'm just like, whoa that is dark or that is really adult like and there was like the, yeah. this the the the, the most recent episode i watched uh they decided to uh make uh international crusty the clowns yeah mm -hmm. crusty the clowns all over the world um and they bring up the jamaican one 
who's talking about smoking joints and gadgets. Oh, okay, okay. And it's just like, whoa, that is very, like, you know, it's very adult. Um, yeah, but you've got Otto, who's in it quite frequently. Oh, no, no, absolutely. So and it's, it's always, the, the thing about The Simpsons is there's always been adult themes hidden within the uh, the cartoon. It'll mm. be interesting to see how much Disney do, like, do, do they tone it, do they try to make them tone it down? I hope not. Uh, because what I loved about the Simpsons as well, and I still love about it is how much it pokes fun at Fox, uh, when it was yeah. still on their channel. Um, and you know, I think the Simpsons needs that. It needs to have that little bit of creative freedom to be able to do what it wants. We'll see, you know, the, the, the only thing that Disney Simpsons has created so far was the, uh, the short with Maggie. So, and yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that either. It was fine, but it was very Disney. It felt very Ooh. Disney. Um, yeah. so, uh, but then maybe that's the thing. Maybe they'll use Maggie and, the, and uh, you know, the, you know, in more innocent characters to do what they want Disney wise uh, and allow Matt Groening and his team to, to do what they want. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I hope for in the future is uh, obviously Futurama drops onto Disney Plus. And, yeah, that'd be amazing. And another season, please. Please, another season. You know what? I, I'd, it's one of the only animated shows where I think it would be a fantastic um, live action movie. <laughs> really? I would uh... like to see a live action movie with... Uh, with 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 Futurama characters, especially like when when Futurama was at its peak, someone uh, made a fan poster years and years and years ago. Yeah, uh, when fan posters obviously didn't look their best, but the idea was there, and I was like, oh my god, that's that's awesome. Uh, and they they had Zach Braff as Fry, and I was like, you know what, that's actually quite solid casting. <laughs> Oh, but young be. Zach Braff, obviously yeah, yeah, not yeah. now Zach Braff. Now, now, now wouldn't work, yeah. But. No, no, it needs to be like a 19, 20-year-old. It needs yeah. to be, you know, someone in, you know, uh, a, a dropout <laughs> of some sort. It needs to some, be, you know, Someone we don't know because we're out of touch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly that, yeah. But how, this is the big problem is, how do you make a woman with one eye sexy? Because granted, the animated Leela, yeah, she's a sexy character. But because she's got one huge eye, but how could you do that in live action and still be like, hmm? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Oh, no, we won't. Hey, if any of our listeners are really good at rendering CG, you know, uh, uh, characters and, and, and things like that, you know, try and create a sexy Leela and we'll put it on our Instagram. No, we won't. We'll put it on our OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay. You need to give me the login details for that. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. Um, I've just been using it for personal reasons right now. Personal reasons. Uh, so, what have you been playing this week, buddy? What have I been playing? Uh, I've been playing a bit more Jedi: Fallen Order. Enjoying it, and it's uh, it's it's still hard. It's still hard, um, but still equally satisfying when I actually do something. It is a bit frustrating when you're one Jedi who gets killed by two stormtroopers that don't have blasters. Uh, that 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 becomes disappointing. You're just like this. You know, I am the worst Jedi ever. Mm. I am the mm. worst Jedi. Uh, but it's it's been quite fun. I did have a bit of a surprise though. So right. So I had I had a boss battle. I've had a a boss battle against an ATST. Okay. Which was great, and uh, it was a good way of using the Force because uh, you'd you it would fire the lasers at you and you'd reflect the bolts back at them with your lightsaber, which was great. Um, and then occasionally it would throw out grenades and then you force push the grenades back into it. And that's how you 
reduce its energy. You just sort of throw the grenades back at them, which was great fun. That was very satisfying to do. Uh, and I didn't die. I actually managed to do that first try. So I was like, oh, I am great. Uh, and then there's another bit uh, where you're having, and it gets a bit shadow of the Colossusy. So of course I loved it. Where you're in the water and the yeah. water effects are gorgeous. Mm, mm. And you're swimming in the water um, and you're on you're on Kashyyyk. Right. Uh, so you're on Kashyyyk uh, looking for General Tarful. So uh, it's all c- connecting to uh, the prequels because Tarful was the one yeah, with yeah, Chewie yeah. and uh, 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 Revenge of the Sith. Ah. So I'm swimming towards an 8080. Yep. And I'm swimming towards it and it's got all these vines on it. So you jump out the water and climb the vines and you have to get onto the top. And it's like this nice platforming bit where you're climbing. It's, as I say, it's like Shadow of the Colossus. You're climbing an ATAT like it was a Colossus in that game. Uh, and you're jumping and then you get to the top. You take out the Stormtrooper, go inside, take out the Stormtroopers inside. And then you're controlling the ATAT. And I'm, I'm, I'm controlling it. I'm walking. I'm gunning everyone down. Excellent. And then all of a sudden... All of a sudden, Saw Gerrera appears on my windshield going, who are you? And no. it's Forrest fucking Whitaker. No, seriously. Yeah. That's awesome. I was really like, this is great. Oh, I love that. Oh, so, need... um, so now I'm working with Saw Gerrera. Uh, and, Man, uh, I need this game. I need it's to so get much fun. Game. It's so much fun. Uh, but still, really difficult, because after the bit with that, then I'm on another puzzle where I'm sliding down and missing what I need to hit, and like the, <gasps> the anger comes back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. again, it's still on that 7 out of 10, nearing the 8 because of Forrest Whitaker, and yeah. I'm wondering who else might pop up. But uh, but yeah, that, it's 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 been fun. It's been fun. Oh cool! But I've been playing something else. Ooh, tell me. Because uh, PlayStation do that thing where you get the free games, you yes, know, PlayStation yeah. Plus and all that. So uh, I got, and I nearly got this when it came out, uh, but I decided against it. Good job I didn't get it because even though I got it for free, it's not great. It's Street Fighter Five. Right. Okay. Yeah. Street Fighter Five, mm. uh, and I, it's that weird thing of like, wait a minute, it's been like what thirty years. And we're only on Street Fighter Five. <laughs> yeah, but don't forget, we went through like Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two Turbo, Street Fighter Two Turbo the Championship ne- Edition. Yeah, Street Fighter Two Neo, Street Fighter Two, <laughs> like Street Fighter Two Dude, where's my Street Fighter? Uh, street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and there was a moment where I'm sat there. Street and I'm like, Fighter I, Two Electric Boogaloo. It yes. just just keeps going. That'll just be blanker. On <laughs> it's just, just blanker the game. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd play it. I'd, but... Yeah, absolutely. Blanker versus Wolverine, please. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but I will. Uh, there was a point where I'm sat there and I'm like, I am 38 years old and I am still playing Street Fighter games. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I have not grown up at all. I mean, I what could, is my life? I could have told you that. i could have told me that i mean but still it was it was a full-on realization like i'm still worried about ryu and ken and m bison and still in my head i'm always thinking oh my god yeah they had to rename the characters because of mike tyson yep uh and uh yeah it's they've tried to do a story mode and their story mode is shit it's so bad uh it it just it's not satisfying the, there's loading between every scene every fight it is not a smooth oh this was the other thing that was frustrating so i download it i download the game 
and it says, it's ready to play. And I yeah. go, great. I go to play and all I can do is the tutorial because <laughs> I go in, I go, start arcade. <laughs> Please wait for the rest of the game to install. Okay, oh, I'll go to yeah. casual fight. Please wait for the rest of the game to install. It wasn't ready to play. You lied. Yeah, you absolutely lied to me. Yeah. So uh, I had to wait a little bit more, and then I get to the bit. It says story mode available. And I'm like, great. And I go in, and there's character stories where you can play like four fights for every single character to get their own individual mm, story. Mm. But the general story, I had to download separately. It wasn't available as part of the main game. So I had to go back into the PlayStation Store, find the story mode, then download that. I mean, it was free, but still, it's still a frustrating extra thing to download. So I've never had to wait this long to play a fighting game. Wow, that just it, sounds it's just There's exhausting. not as much mechanics in this game that there is in any of the other ones I've played. And yeah. they're instantaneously playable. This was not. Yeah, it just so sounds it was really annoying. Yeah, just why? Why so many hoops? Like, oh, it was a lot of hoops to jump through. And then so I get into it and you don't do three rounds per fight. You just do one round and then you move on in the story. And that's kind of fine. But again, loading times. Like Mm. if I was doing a three round fight, then I'd forgive the loading times because I have a long time of playing. But some of the fights will only last, you know, a minute and a half, two minutes if you're if you're playing well. Yeah. And then uh, and it does a confusing thing because it matches the story. It does a confusing thing because in a fighting game, you're playing single player. You always start on the left hand side. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Wrong. In Street Fighter V, sometimes it will put you on the right hand side just to mix things up a little bit. I mean, it puts a little thing above your head saying, this is you, little arrow. It's like, (laughs) this is you. But you're still thrown because you're like, I'm going to be on the left. No. Oh, my God. I'm on the right. And it will sometimes put you as the bad guy because it needs to continue the story. So you're thinking, okay, I'm going to be playing as Ryu here. It's like, no, I'm playing as this other person who I've never heard of. And they're the antagonist. And for some reason, I'm playing as them. This is so odd. It's a confusing mess of a fighting game. And it's it's a shame that Street Fighter is now no longer, to me, the leading player in uh, the fighting game genre. Oh, mate, that's... um. That's going. That's going it to hear. Because uh, I, because even Street Fighter Four, I thought was great. Uh, I did. So, I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah, it was just simple. It was just. They've actually uh, they've changed the gender of the villain from that game now. Because uh, you remember, it was a guy called Seth. Yeah. Who looked like Doctor Manhattan. Yep. He was a big blue bald guy with a with a yeah, yin yang yeah, in yeah, his yeah, stomach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, now Seth is is a lady. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, there's a reason for it, which I haven't got to in the story yet. But uh, as it turns out, as a player, because I was just like, oh, where is this guy? I forgot his name. I had to Google it. And it was like, mm. oh, it's Seth. That was it. I was like, let me. But then I Googled Seth and all these pictures of a woman came up. And I was like, that's not the character I remember. And then it's part of a story that they resurrected him. And in doing that, he took another form or something. I don't know. It was, it was, fine, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Uh, surprising. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, yeah. what have you been playing? Well... I've only been playing one thing. Oh, oh, hold on, because, oh, is it, you're finishing, you're finishing your epilogue. No? It's done. Oh, you finished your epilogue. I finished it this morning. Oh. But Bernie loved that on her her, her birthday weekend. (laughs) Just got to finish this story. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I I, I finished it this morning. Um, And, wow. Uh, yeah. it, it was a great finish. Uh, the, the, the final, 
uh, level, so to speak. Uh, it's it's weird talking about like things like Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto, all these open world games in terms of levels. It's, it's not really levels because it's, do you know what I mean? But the final mission, the final story um, was a proper running through the mountains, shooting, you know, taking people out. And it's testament to how long I've been playing this game that I was getting headshot after headshot after headshot. Uh, really, really enjoying it. Um, and it's weird because like part my problem with the epilogue, like my problem with the epilogue is like I had gotten so attached to Arthur Morgan as a character that I would spend like, I'd spend time uh, making health potions and, you know, things to, you know, going hunting and making sure I had enough supplies to get me through the game. Uh, or even just going to the shop and buying the things, that I, just certain things that I need. I'd make sure that I'd do that. Whereas with this character, I've just not quite felt the same bond. So I haven't done that. So when I get, when I got to that last, last level, I managed to do it in one go, but it was like close because I was like running, like I was dying and I was like, I didn't have anything that I needed to keep me going, you know, to bring my health back up. So it was a sort of a, so there's a weird disconnect in the epilogue where, um, you just don't feel quite as attached to your character as, and maybe you do if you've played the first Red Dead Redemption, but mm -hmm. because, because mm -hmm. I haven't, I, I, I just didn't. Um, so it is that weird thing. And so now I'm, but I will say the last mission was brilliant. It wrapped up the story, uh, really like the overall story. Um, so it connects to your Arthur Morgan. Oh yeah, story. yeah, yeah. So like because the, the thing is the way the way that the Arthur Morgan story ends, it's very um. It's satisfying for Arthur Morgan in the sense that he passes on and, it, and in the way that I played it, he passes on in a good way. But it's not satisfying because it leaves a massive strand just open. Um, right. So the epilogue takes that strand and closes it up. And it's really, really satisfying uh, to do that. Um, so I'm really, really enjoying that. I really enjoyed that. Sorry, just wrapping that up. And it, it felt like a complete story. And if you like i've read up on the first red dead redemption and i can see where it goes to now and i'm like okay that's cool that that, that all makes sense um so yeah it's, i'm almost now tempted to get the first red dead redemption and play it through and see see what it's like playing it after having played this the second one so but now i'm in the open world uh i can do what i want <laughs> <laughs> so there's have you done everything have you 100 percented it now no no so i've 100 percented uh, the story i've 85 percented the game Right, okay. so the entire thing. And I think one of the things that has definitely come across as I've been going through it is that like, I did not explore enough as Arthur Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I found aliens. What? Yep. Oh, yep. it went crystal skull on you. I found aliens. Uh, it, well, no, it's, 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 it's like the Grand Theft Auto V, Mount Chiliad sort of thing. Uh, um, so I found, like, there's like, I came across this building that had like some what it looks like a cult uh they've all died uh, it looks like they've all died at the same time and you go back there at like two in the morning um and like this is green light comes down through the building and then you can look up and there's a there's a ufo above you and stuff like that uh so yeah i found that um right. there's I, I i killed a robot so it goes wild wild west okay yeah yep so there's so there's well no so this is a this is an earlier mission that i did with arthur um, where I helped this scientist make a robot, um, and it worked. It was really weird. 
Uh, and then I ended up going to the uh, the mountains and shooting it in the head because it had killed its creator. Oh uh, my God. So Why yeah, was I programmed to feel pain. Yeah, that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was sitting. It was sitting. Literally sitting in the snow on a mountaintop, feeling sorry for itself, and I just shot it in the head. Uh, so I could have left it alone, uh, but I didn't. Uh, I found the witch's cauldron. That was weird. Uh, okay. Yep, I found. Uh, a monk sitting on top of a mountain meditating. He wouldn't talk to me. So, yeah. It's it's a bit weird now. Like, I don't know. Like, with Grand Theft Auto, I always felt like, you know, once I finished the game, the story, I always felt like it was great to sort of go back into the into this, into San Andreas or wherever, whatever, you know, uh, whatever game you were playing and drive around and have fun you know what i mean like there was still you could still do that whereas with this it feels like the story's been told i don't i don't need like the, the world is open i can kind of mm. do whatever i want now i don't have to there's still some missions that i could do some side missions that i hadn't completed during the sort of time of the game but i don't feel that need to complete the game so what you've what basically it's the video game equivalent of you've watched the Skywalker saga and now yeah. you, now now you have to decide whether you want to read all the EU stuff all the yeah extended yeah stuff. yeah pretty much yeah yeah so like can you be bothered? Can, well, no, there's it, it's 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 a, it's a weird sort of feeling to explain. It's like can I bother? Yes, of course I can. Like the world is so beautiful, um, and you know now that they've unlocked an extra part of the map. Uh, you know, I can go from like the snow covered mountains in one part down to like desert with cat, you know, cat, de desert cactus. And I can have those gangs that are, you know, there's the Mexican de Lobos gang. I've got, uh, the mud free boys who live in the, like the, uh, live in the woods and like will summon wolves to try and kill me. Like I can go through all of that. And it's like, the world is still there and it's still, you know, there's still, there are still lots to do, but the story is so good. And the story itself was so immersive. I like when you play as Arthur, you're part of this gang, you know, you're part of, you know, you've got the Dutch Vanderland gang. Um, you've got all these characters around you, like Sadie Adler, like John Marston, who I'm playing as now, like Charles Smith. Um, you've got all these characters around you and you are interacting. Yes, you're going out and you're doing your own missions and stuff like that, but you're doing a lot of missions with them as well. And you feel like you're part of this gang. And the thing is, is now I don't have that gang anymore. It's just me, you know, it's yeah. just John Marston. And so like, I'm going out and just doing all these things by myself. And there's no reason for me, like there's no, there's no gang for me to go back to. And there's no story to continue telling. So while part of me is like, yes, of course, it'd be absolutely brilliant to 100% the game. I, I, I'd like to do that. I'd love to keep exploring the world. I also feel like the story has been told. The story was so good. There's no need for me to continue. I get that. As I, I had the same thing when I played Oblivion, mm. uh, where I, I completed the main story and then like started wandering around and doing random stuff. And I was like, well, yeah. why am I doing this now? Yeah. Because, I, I, you know, I've completed the story, so I don't need to up my skills nope. in order to complete the story. I, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. I'm, I'm very tempted to now try uh, Red Dead Online. Um mm -hmm. But I'm actually even more tempted to play the story again. Yeah. Why not? Because like there's I think there's so much that I missed and there's so much that I'd like to try and do differently and see how mm. it works. So I don't know. I'll we'll see. We'll find out next week.
We'll find out. We'll find out. Maybe you'll get a new game. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But that's literally all I've been playing this week. Uh, so pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. All right, nice shall work. We, in fact, funnily enough, shall we move on to some news? Let's move right. on to some news, which yeah. is still in the same world. Um, yeah, no, you you take this because you're more uh, in with these games than than I am. I'd, I haven't played one of these since. Um, since uh, the, the the Eastern European guy in GTA yeah, 4. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played Well, so that's then. the thing. So, um, obviously, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. That was, their, that was their newest game, and that came out sort of last year. Um, the announcement is Rockstar Games is now working on a brand new Grand Theft Auto, right? Now, they're saying it's going to be a long way uh, from the release, uh, from the release, and it's going to, it may take on a different scope due to changes at the Red Dead and the GTA studio, but it's it's been confirmed that uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is working on the next... So the company that worked on Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. are working on the Grand Theft Auto series. So Specifically GTA 6. GTA 6, yeah. And what I want to say is this about a brand new Grand Theft Auto game. Okay. About fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Grand Theft Auto series. I've loved every entry of it. You know, I played every entry of it. I, you know, like GTA, uh, Grand Theft Auto, when it was top down view, uh, Mm -hmm. I played Grand Theft Auto London, uh, you know, the one that was based in the sixties. I played every, I've played every single version of Grand Theft Auto. Because they're based in Guildford, aren't they? Yeah. Well, no, they're, they're Edinburgh. Uh, now. I thought they were based in Guildford. Well, oh, sorry, Rockstar North is in Edinburgh. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're a British company. Uh, you know, being creating games, uh, and it's not just Grand Theft Auto. They've created other games, right? Oh yeah. But Grand Theft Auto is their like thing, and it's like I've played every Grand Theft Auto. I've loved every Grand Theft Auto. I've hundred percented every single one of those games, right? Grand Theft Auto Five, when it came out, was like this is the apex. This is incredible. Incredible. You can play as three different characters. You can jump in between those three different characters. The mechanics of that was incredible. The storytelling was brilliant because it was so different for each character, but they all played in against each other. Um, the world was huge. It never felt so big. Yeah, I have to say that kind of put me off. That I, I was thinking about getting GTA 5 because I've never completed a GTA mm. game. Ne- yeah, never. I, I, I played San Andreas and then eventually I got a bit bored and I never played yeah. it again. Uh, and then I played, as I said, the one with the Eastern European guy. Uh, uh, and then, then eventually I got a bit bored and then I never picked it up again. I considered getting GTA five. And then when it was three characters, I was like, no, not see, interested. I love it because each of them have their own speciality, you know? Mm. And it's like, as you go through it, you, you, you'll jump in, especially when you're playing a mission, you'll jump between them according mm. to who's your best bet at that point so you know one's a great driver one's a great shot and one's a great fist-to-fist fighter you know mm. uh, and so i loved that and i loved the mechanics of it and i loved, I, thought, I was like this is this is the pinnacle like this is incredible um but this is the thing it came out for the ps3 and the xbox 360 yeah flipping that out was a while ago yeah and then when the new consoles came out when the ps4 and the xbox one came out they went, well, here's Grand Theft Auto 5 again. Remastered. Yeah, it was remastered. remastered it? And that was it. And it was just like, 
I, I, they it, were busy with the Red Dead series, which they you were, loved so much. No, no, so no. I'm some credit. No, no. I, I will give them that. <laughs> but it just felt like such a cop out, and it felt really, really gutting and deflating. That is, and especially like you'd have to pay it all over again for the same copy of the, or the copy for the same game. Mm. Um, and then with Grand Theft Auto, they started focusing completely on um, the online experience, and the online experience is. It's not great. It's fine, but it's not mm. great. And but it's all it's it's it, again. It's it's gone from a company. It's got it's gone from being like a great game that's great to play with great storytelling to um, Fortnite style, grab your money by paying for upgrades type yeah. thing. Yeah, which is really really disappointing. Um, and it's so disappointing that they've put so much money into Grand Theft Auto uh, Online rather than trying to develop the series and make something new. Um, and it's so, so for me, like to hear that they're finally doing it and def- that they're, they're using the specific team that was behind Red, Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm, I'm down with that. Like, what, my, my criticism, like, if I have a criticism of Red Dead Redemption 2, is that it's a slow game. It's very slow. The story is very, very slow. But that's also the nature of the world that you're in. You're in, you're in the West, you know, you're the dying embers of the wild West. It's, you know, it's the time it takes for you to travel by horse from, you know, from if you, if I was to travel to you in London right now on horse, it's going to take a long time. However, I traveled to you in London in car. That's a couple of hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like it's just by the nature of the period in history, of course, it's going to be slower. But if the guys behind Red Dead Redemption 2 can bring that, level of storytelling because i've said this before like every single thread individual thread of red dead redemption could be its own movie like if they can bring that level of storytelling to the grand theft auto series but still make a game because like as i said like um where i'm whereas i'm struggling to think about playing red dead redemption again uh, after having like complete the story grand theft auto i always will because Hey, it's fast cars and there's always something to do. Whereas like with this, it's like, do I, oh, it's going to take me ages to get from San Denis to Armadillo. <laughs> so I'm excited, um, especially if it's going to be on the, the next generation of consoles, which all look incredible. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's been way too long coming. Yeah, but I wonder what it will be. Can you, I don't know what it would be even called, how they would set it. I mean, would it be interesting if they sort of set it sort of during something like COVID? <laughs> so the yeah, streets I mean, are a bit quieter because people are in lockdown well, and people well, was, walking down the street are wearing masks or... <laughs> I mean, so this is one of the things about the Grand Theft Auto series is that it's always been heavy on the satire. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I can't... If, depending on how quickly they get it to release, I don't I, I don't imagine that they... That I can't imagine that they wouldn't do something or at least reference that whole thing. Yeah. So... You have to look at the, the the sort of the release of games. So Grand Theft Auto 3 is when it changed into that sort of from top-down view into 3D, that mm. 3D world. Uh, and the first city that they, they, they tackled was Liberty City. Mm-hmm. And then they released uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, uh, mm-hmm. which was like amazing. That was the uh, Scarface one, wasn't that it? That was the 80s, yeah, yeah, in Miami, or as it was called, uh, yeah, Vice City. Um, and then they released uh, San Andreas, which was... Um, huge it was three cities you had los santo san fiero um and the i can't remember what they called the las vegas city but you had three different cities Mm. it was massive massive and then what they did was four is they did it with one city they just went went back to one city they went back to liberty city but they made it huge like 
enormous. They made this one city map the size of the whole of San Andreas. It was incredible. Mm. And then, you know, obviously five came out and it is, uh, it was, uh, Los Santos. Um, and again, they made it so big and it was Los Santos and a sort of surrounding area north of it as well. But they made that map absolutely massive. My bets that they'll probably, they, they might go back to Vice City. You know, that, that city hasn't been taken. Have they, would it be completely unreasonable to introduce all of the characters that you played before? So the guy from San Andreas and the guy from Vice City and the guy from Liberty City and the guy from 4 and all of, to, to do something that involves all of those characters reuniting? Well, I mean, you, you would need a DeLorean to get back to Vice City because uh, that was well, basically it. Well, no, <laughs> he could be an older character. Very true. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, yes, but I wouldn't want that. I, I, I want something new. I want you wouldn't want that sort of little little nostalgia, little member berries? So <laughs> I think San, uh, the, the Vice City, uh, sorry, the, the Grand Theft Auto series has been good at that nostalgia, but in like a very subtle way, there'll be, there'll, there'll be little nods to the previous games within the old game. Like, and it, it will be like, a, like maybe a, on the radio, there'll be a mention of something that's happened in the previous mm. game or something like that, or a character will reappear, but like a background character, but only like as a very brief thing. So like, it's all been, it's always been very, very well done. It's never been very heavy handed. Um, I don't know. It, it would be interesting. I do, I'm excited. I, I like, yeah, my, my hopes would be Vice City. They could, ref, you know, let's, let, let's go back there. Even better. Go international. Yeah. Go to London yeah. again. Go to London again. Go to, you know, go to, go to Tokyo, go somewhere, go somewhere completely new. That would be really, that'd be even cooler. So that would yeah. be in, okay. I'm still thinking let's, let's, let's just bring them all together. Do a big, big crossover GTA six end game city. That's, that's <laughs> let's do it. Just, uh, just Tommy from vice city, just saying on your left and the portals appear. <laughs> Love it. Brilliant. Perfect. There Fantastic. Yeah, there you go. Let's move on. Let's move on. We got uh, an interesting bit of news here because there's actually uh, I've, I've got I've got it written down, but there's there's an extra tidbit to put with this as well. Go on. So the Matrix Four, the Matrix Four, which mm. Rick is oh so excited, mm. oh so excited mm. to, to 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 watch. Um, but it turns out that Lawrence Fishburne has not been invited to be Morpheus in the Matrix sequel, uh, which I find surprising, especially for the fact that. Um, he's one of the characters that's still alive at the end of the Matrix trilogy. Uh, they've confirmed that the characters that are returning are two characters that died in the original Matrix trilogy. Neo and Trinity, they both died. Morpheus was alive, yet he's not going to be in it. Uh, well, there, is, there is a quote. Uh, I'm going to read the quote here um, when the advert disappears from over the text. So he says, I have not been invited. Maybe that will make me write another play. I wish them well. I hope it's great. Uh, and he does follow it that with, uh, like, it's probably the role that I'll be best remembered for, which is great. It's not the only thing I'll be remembered for, which is better. Um, so I, I don't know. So I, I think it's a little odd. I think it's a little odd yep. that they don't, because he was so integral. He, yeah, he yeah. really was, like, mm -hmm. like, so integral. But the other one that's been interesting that I read about this week, Hugo Weaving. Did you read about this? No. Hugo Weaving was invited. Uh, and 
something happened in negotiations where it seemed that Lana Wachowski changed her mind and then said, nah, it's all right. Uh, and Hugo Weaving was like, uh, okay, fine. I don't care. I mean, it's a shame. Like, it would have been yeah. good. Because he has also said this week that he is not interested in returning to Lord of the Rings whatsoever. Not interested at all. But he would have been interested to do Agent Smith. And it seems that he was in the story... There were some negotiations with his agent mm. with like money and time yeah. because he's in a play uh, around the time of filming. Although, you know, what, play <laughs> or what filming is going on at the moment? Jesus Christ. Oh, mate. Remember what the world, world we is live on in. fire. Yes. Uh, and uh, it, it, something happened, and Lana Wachowski just went, no, nah, and changed her mind. And yeah, Hugo Weaving is no longer involved. Uh, and he's a bit disappointed in that. I'm disappointed in that. So again, like, you've got. Because they're, they're they're the four characters. They're like Neo, Trinity, Morpheus, and Agent Smith. Like the, they are the Matrix. Yes, they are the Matrix. Yes, you've got fifty percent of a Matrix now, <laughs> and that fifty percent are dead. I mean, Smith was dead at the end of it, I guess. So, so you've but, got the zeros instead of the ones. Like. Yeah, you've got the zeros instead of the ones, and Smith's a program, of course. Well, actually, they can no, reboot. I, ironically, you've got the one. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> also, yes. I mean, like maybe, maybe it's maybe you know Lawrence Fishburne should be happy that he's not coming back. Maybe he's his character is finally the one that's dodged the bullet. Just saying, could be, yeah, you know, could be, <laughs> um, could be, yeah. I, 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 this makes me le even less excited about Matrix Four, like. Because it does I, I, make I, me a little less excited. I thought everyone was coming back. I thought the band was getting back together, but no, nope. mm, no. Apparently, they're not on a mission from God. Uh, it's, yeah. it's. I'm because I'm, I'm with you. Like, I just don't get how the dead characters can come back, but except for one. Mm. Um, but the the one living character can. I, it's weird. I just, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you look like you want to say something. Come on, like, I'm just out I'm just, with it. I, no, I'm just trying to work it all out. Like, are they gonna? Like, they they bring back all the dead characters. Are they, are they gonna bring back Mouse? Are they gonna bring back? Good point. You, you know what I mean? Are they, Good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I did read something interesting a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it wasn't news, but I thought it was quite um, intriguing uh, because there was the whole thread that was that the Matrix, at least the first Matrix, hmm. was uh, a, a big trans allegory. Yes. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. And the concept that they had was the character of Switch um, in the Matrix was female, but when they cut to the real world would be male. Yeah. I thought that was quite an interesting cool. thing, which is a shame they didn't do because yeah. it would have certainly sort of um, not opened things up, but certainly given more of an expansion onto what the Matrix is. Well, it's I think, one I th thing to have a shaved head in the real world and a normal hairstyle when you plug in, but you know what I mean. It's but I think it fun I think yeah. fundamentally it, it, it would um, it would give. It's the same as me seeing Sulu on a on a cinema screen. It's giving representation. To, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's that, that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, but also as well, like the whole. I mean, the whole thing about the Matrix is is it's about. Uh, being true to the person that you are inside. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not about how you look on the outside. It's who you are on the inside. 
Yeah. If that is not an allegory towards sort of trans rights and trans, you know, yeah. how people have transgender feelings. Self-belief and all of that. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know what is. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. so, yeah, that, that he's not, that Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving aren't coming back. Uh, uh, well, do you know what? You know what? I mean, I, look, it's hey, going to be a while listen, before listen. they can film anything. So maybe oh. something will change. You have still got to eat the spiciest chili in the world. Oh, uh, I know. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking no, no, into no, this. No, 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 that, no. That, that's fine. I'm just saying maybe this is my Batman. This is maybe my Batman. <laughs> like, you know, I've said this is not going to be a great movie. I think is I, 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 I will stand on this hill and say The Matrix 4 will not be any good. Right. I'm going to okay. stand on that. I don't think it will be any good. Um, but I will... I will, I'll eat my words if I have to. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. This is something a bit different. This is something a bit different for us. It's geeky because it's Disney. Uh, it's doubly geeky for me because it's Metallica. <laughs> uh, but it seems there's the movie that Disney are putting out uh, is Jungle Cruise uh, with The Rock and Emily Blunt uh, and J Jack Whitehall, uh, uh, among other people. But yeah, mm. uh, it's... It's a film that I guess it's 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 set on a boat. I would imagine if it's called Jungle Cruise, that, that yep. would be my guess. Uh, but apparently, Metallica are—it doesn't say rearranging. It says they're rewriting that one of their best songs or one of their most famous songs, "Nothing Else Matters," is being rewritten for Jungle Cruise. Which I find. What does that uh, mean? Rewriting it because like re rearranging it. I understand. It's like I the think they mean. Rearranging. rearranging i yeah. don't think that, unless because, unless they are changing the lyrics if they're changing lyrics then maybe then well, no, that like, is re a rewrite re yeah but rewriting to me would indicate it's from the ground up and you're just naming you're just calling it that uh maybe you have like a little one line from it that's similar where you're rearranging is taking the bones of the song and creating something new uh is fleshing it out in a different way so i don't know it's, it's well they have been doing this recently so for for the uninitiated um sort of a a quick history on metallica um obviously you know first album 1983 they were one of the the the, the not the first thrash metal band, but certainly at the beginnings of it, when when punk was evolving into metal, they were like, we want to play as fast as fucking possible. Uh, one of their big catchphrases, metal up your ass, and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, and then eventually, you know, they were one of those bands that never did music videos or anything like that. And then they did a music video for their song, One, which used clips from a film. Uh, and people were accusing them of being sellouts and, and all of this just because they made a music video. Uh, and then they did uh, the Black Album uh, after that. And you, you'll know the Black Album, one of the biggest albums. Yeah. Still, actually, I think I think it's like the best-selling album in the world. I, I, I think it, uh, that's not like like blowing smoke up their ass along with the metal that's already up there. But uh, they, they have one of the, the best-selling albums of all time. Like it still sells in the millions per year. Uh, and on that album is songs like Enter Sandman, Sabbath True, and of course... Nothing else matters. The other thing that Metallica did, though, a few years back, and we're talking maybe, I think, 20 years ago now, Jesus, uh, they did an album called S&M. And that album uh, was Metallica playing with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. And, of course, that was fantastic. Michael Kamen, one of the best composers, sadly no longer with us, um, composed a bunch of music to go along with Metallica's uh, music. Uh, Metallica have just released S&M 2, which is them doing some songs that were on the original S&M, 
but also they have another composer rearranging some songs. Now on that, there's a song from one of considered their worst albums ever, Saint Anger. There is a song from that album that has essentially, it sounds like a completely different song. So that I would say, you know, it's like it's been rewritten, as you say, from the ground up. It's a different yeah. drum beat, different guitar sound. Everything about it is completely different. Another thing that just happened recently, I'm, I'm sorry I'm going on this big Metallica uh, deep dive here, but during lockdown, uh, the American equivalent of lockdown, they're in full-on quarantine out there because they don't know when it's going to end. There's no light at the end of the tunnel for anyone in the States right now. But what they ended up doing is James Hetfield, lead singer of Metallica, they, 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 wanted, they wanted to do something. They wanted to be creative. They didn't know what quite they wanted to do, but they wanted to do something. And obviously you can't play live uh, with, with the internet and Zoom. It, it, the internet's just no. not there yet. We're not there yet to do like full-on live music together. So James Hetfield uh, just recorded an acoustic version of one of their songs. And again, it's a big metal song, but he did like just an acoustic thing, him on his own playing, sent it to one of the other members. They put their bit over the top and they send it to all four of them until eventually it's a complete song and they had someone remix it. And again, it's like the song was rewritten from the ground up. It's like a brand new one. So whether it's something along those lines or from the sounds of things in the article here, it's just going to be purely orchestral. Hmm. I mean, it's one of their most orchestral friendly songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it's it's almost actually a bit cheap to do nothing else matters. It's it's you know, it's one of those things when the guy when there's a guy at a party who grabs an acoustic guitar, and of course one of the first things they play is so close, no matter how far. Ladies are gonna love this. The ladies hate you, mate. The ladies hate you. Shh, don't tell people that's my secret. <laughs> <laughs> I say here, you're sitting with my acoustic guitar hanging on the wall back there. <laughs> How many times have you played Nothing Else Matters on that guitar? Uh, exactly zero times. Oh, okay. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I played, I played it. I have played it in my life, but not in this one. How many times have you played Wonderwall on that guitar? Once, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's move on. Because this one, uh, we got we got a bit of a serious story here. Bit of a serious one. Uh, and this is that uh, filming on The Batman has had to pause. As, as it was announced at first, a member of the production has tested positive for COVID-19. And then about three hours later, that member of production was confirmed to be Robert Pattinson, the Batman himself. That's a shame, man. That's like... <sighs> I hope it doesn't affect him too badly because you don't know how it's like... It's an athletic role. Yeah, but like you know, some people uh, some people get tested and it's like they're asymptomatic and it's not that bad, mm. uh, and some people are still recovering six months on uh, from yeah. having it. So it's like, it, you know, you, you wouldn't wish it on anybody. Um, no, I mean, so. the, the Rock also said that he and his family got it all as well. They, yeah. they all got it, and uh, his voice sounded very haggard. And I just read a post of Michael Rooker. Um, has apparently been battling it as well. And he was having a heavy bad time with it. He said it was kicking his ass, but he, he said he kicked it back. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's 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 still a danger. It's yeah. still there. It's still it's, a danger. It is a shame. So uh, hopefully he um, hopefully he recovers soon. Uh, yeah. that's, that, that, that's, that's, that's where I'm going with the story. Is that yeah. hopefully he recovers soon? I, I've also read, though, that they have started filming again 
all of the scenes that don't require Rob Pattinson and so, use yeah. his body double where they can. Well, that makes so sense. So that they can keep things going because otherwise they'll just be delayed and, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. they'll all be, you know, so much older by the time the film actually is finished and comes out. So let's uh, let's move on. Uh, one mm. one last one before we get we, we, before we get salty. Um, we got uh, this one. I'm actually quite excited about. Sony are apparently developing a TV series of the character Silk, mm. um, which is a Spider-Man character. Hence, why it's Sony developing it. And uh, I, I'm excited about this because I remember reading. Um, my first sort of dip into Silk was uh, in the stuff that they released after the Superior Spider-Man in the comics. Well, she wasn't. Intru- she was introduced after Superior Spider-Man. That's the thing. That's, so, that's what I mean. After yeah, Superior yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 that's the only time I've... And I really liked that. So whether they can do that with... like, It would be interesting. If it's a TV series, if they can do it with um, Tom Holland... Because if it was animated, I'd be like, okay, you'd be setting it into into the Spider-Verse sort of region of things. But if they could do it with Tom Holland, like in the pilot episode and actually set that up because the whole thing is not integral. You could do it without Spider-Man, but it's it's an interesting take. The fact that yeah. she was bitten by the same spider that, 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 bit, speed, that, that bit Peter Parker and... Uh, they end up. You read that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When 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 they basically they meet each other and then they're like, oh, "We've got to fuck," and then they <laughs> then they they have sex uh, and then they're like, "Well, I don't know what happened there," and they're still a bit sort of unaware of what's happened. Like she's, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. essentially she's a female Spider Man, uh, and I, I think and that's not Spider Gwen or Spider Woman. Spider Woman. It's it's, it's yeah. she's her own character, and I think I think there's a good series that could be made from that. I think she's a great character. Um, mm. It goes to show you that, you know, they can still create uh, brilliant brand new superheroes, mm. even in this uh, in this day and age. Um, you know, it's not oversaturated. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, hmm. sil- silk is is brilliant. Um, yes, excited that Silk is being made. Mm. Not that excited that it's Sony. Yeah, same, 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 same. You know, Sony had a good run with the uh, the first two Spider-Man films um, and then just got too meddling with the uh, the third one. Uh, well, Amazing Spider-Man was it's so disappointing. It was just yeah. disappointing. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. It was just disappointing. Um, and the second one was was. Disapp- was yeah, yeah, it was, was terrible. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're so obsessed with like creating the Sinister Six over and over and over again. Mm. Um, and it's only been because um marvel have stepped in and created such a great uh vulture mm-hmm. i i'm not going to talk about spider-man a great vulture mm-hmm. that they've actually got a chance of creating something that's semi-interesting yeah. uh but i just i just sony seem to have like and i've noticed this with a lot of their franchise movies and a lot of their big movies now that they're releasing is that they seem to want to have too much say uh the mm-hmm. producers uh, and not just the producers, but like the higher up execs of the studio. The studio wants to have too much say over the creative decisions mm-hmm. that are really for the directors to make. Um, and that's why you're ending up with Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Venom. It's, they're not great films. Even yeah. like um, uh, Ghostbusters was Sony, wasn't it? Because it was yeah, Columbia. It was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the, the, the last Ghostbusters film wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. But it yeah. wasn't great. Um, and again, it just felt like 
the studio, Sony Studios themselves seem to always, you, you always hear stories of the heads of Sony Studios are telling the directors and producers what to do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it goes completely wrong. Now, look, they, they, they make a lot of almost films because I, I, I quite enjoy watching Venom. It's not great, but I quite enjoy it. It's, it's, you know, Tom Hardy sells it. He's committed. He doesn't phone it in. And, you know, a movie like that, he could have phoned it in. Like, I wouldn't yeah. have begrudged him if he did. But he did, he he threw himself into that and had a great time. And I, I enjoyed watching him. Ghostbusters, I liked the first five minutes. I thought it was a great setup for a Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, then it turns into um, slapstick, which to me is not what Ghostbusters is. Ghostbusters it, is dry humor, and it wasn't dry. It was, it was like, ah, aren't we hilarious? And you're like, no, no. Um, like it's the humor was way too on the note. Like it was just mm. too obvious uh, yeah. in some places, and it was just, it was such a shame. Uh, I don't. Because, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I'm just saying it's such a shame. That's, yeah, yeah, it is a shame. But I don't think they'll be going that weird with the Silk TV series, just to bring it back to the story. They won't be doing yeah. Silk, uh, the comedy. It will be hopefully something uh, maybe like Agents of Shieldy or something along those lines, or uh, maybe it'll end up CWE, you know, The Flash, uh, Arrow, and all of that. But Yeah, by yeah. knowing our luck, it will probably end up being Dawson's Creek. Uh, so... <laughs> we will see we will uh, see we will see but it's uh, i'm i'm i i'm i'm certainly they have my attention they have my attention with that <laughs> you sir have piqued my curiosity yes indeed <laughs> all right it's that time we're gonna get salty. what time is it it's story time yeah salt salt how much do you need salt salt with just a pitch for me sodium chloride in my inventory where we're reading the we got two sodium stories this week. Uh, first one, apparently uh, Keanu Reeves' Constantine is going to come back and lead the Justice League Dark in a movie. Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly think so, especially as uh, I think um, Kevin Feige and the MCU... Uh, are really wanting to get Keanu in something. And I'm not saying you can't do DC and Marvel at the same time, but I think he's going to be more preoccupied with with that than coming in and doing Justice League Dark, which doesn't really have that much traction at the moment. Again, it just feels like, so again, we've got this from wegotthiscover.com. Mm -hmm. um, their track record they claim is good. It never is. Um <laughs> It's, 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 ah, oh, it's that whole thing again. Like, I feel like this site just trolls through Reddit and tries to read fan theories and then tries to make them into like, you know, or fan wishes and then tries to make them into stories. And DC are going like, they've, they've just done the, the, the DC fandom where they really, where they announced a bunch of cool stuff, um, and a bunch of stuff that I just couldn't care less about, mm -hmm. um, but they're going through enough of their own troubles, like with like trying to basically trying to fix um, their 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 universe, which is already sort of stalled. It's it, which is incredible. They're at the beginning of it. Like, mm. in yeah, trying to do something like this is just I don't know. They, I look, they haven't happening. done a good Justice League yet. Like, like I can't trust them to do a Justice League Dark just yeah. now. Yeah. So uh, once once they get their house in order and. Uh, 
maybe get some of their actors to play ball um, as as well, um, and maybe figure out if their producers uh, are, are not playing ball as well, if their yeah. producers are as uh, unprofessional as the difficult actors are. Um, so it's 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 an entire mess. Everything DC at the moment is a bit... The only thing it's got going good for it at the moment is Wonder Woman. Uh, and Shazam. Is, and Shazam as well. I mean, Aquaman is a bit iffy uh, too, um, but Aquaman has its own problems with another actor that's currently in a court case. So uh, it's 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 all a bit messy legally at the moment, everything DC. I do not see Keanu Reeves' Constantine coming back. It's been a very long time uh, since he played that role. And as much as I, you know, I I, I, I went to bat for that movie last week in my Fantastic yeah, Five. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, it's, yeah. He's a great, I, I, it's, it's a better movie than people give it credit for. Mm. Um, I, I agreed with you last week. Uh, but I just, I, yeah, I can't it's see It's just not very faithful to the comics. Uh, it's not. So, and that's the thing, I can't see that. Uh, you're more likely to see Ryan Reynolds return as the Green Lantern than you are Keanu Reeves. Which has been a sodium story in the past as well. Exactly. And I, that's <laughs> the thing. I'm, I think we're more likely to see that. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. All right. All right. Sodium story number two. Go for it. Sodium story number two. Uh, this is uh, rather interesting uh, that they're looking to actually make a Batman Beyond movie and they're looking to maybe cast uh, Ty Sheridan as Terry McGuinness. Ty Sheridan, if you don't know, was Cyclops in the more recent um, X-Men movies like X-Men Apocalypse and um, uh, what was the other one? X-Men Apocalypse and not Days of Future Past, Dark Phoenix. Mm -hmm. uh, he was also in uh, Ready Player One. Yep. He was the, the lead in Ready Player One. He loves wearing a chunky visor. He, he loves really wearing a chunky does. visor. Yeah, which Batman Begins doesn't, you know, he doesn't. Batman uh, Beyond, he likes, he'll hide his face because that yeah, suit yeah. is all black. Like we're talking face, it's it's actually Batman in blackface. That's that's actually what Batman Beyond is. Wow, you went there. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Right, let's let, we'll get let's letters. Yep. Yeah. Oh, mate, you've just got us off the air. Uh, it's <laughs> destroyed. I but, don't right. mean that kind of blackface. It's just his mask. Like like he's still able to talk. Like he's got lips. Over his black mask, it's really weird mask. The the the, the Batman Beyond suit. It's a really weird suit. Yeah, Bat Lives Matter. Um, <laughs> and listen, right. So you know, after my disappointment of like last week when we were talking about the new Batman film, I'm still just like I, on. The, I'm still not nothing about it. Like I've tried to rewatch the trailer again, and I'm still nothing yet. Yeah. Um, this is like I know this is a sodium story. I know that the likelihood of this happening is next to none. But this is what they could do. And like, actually, I'm like, actually, I wish this was what they were doing with Batman. I wish they were doing Batman Beyond or something else, like something like this, because this actually does the idea of this really, really excites me. The idea does. The likelihood of it happening, again, with DC being in such a state, is slim to none. Yeah. Um, that they're taking a random stab in the dark and saying uh, Ty Sheridan is going to be cast in it. Cool. I enjoyed Ready Player One. Um, I enjoy, he was, he was, an, he was an all right Cyclops. I mean, it was nothing to write home about, but you yeah. know, it, it was I mean, fine. Cyclops isn't much to write home about. That's the yeah, character. Yeah, it? exactly. That's why they made him evil in the comics. Um, <laughs> it's because he was born. He's a boy scout. Um, but the point is he's, he, he's a fine actor. He's young. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. 
Yeah. Whether he'll still be young by the time they're able to make movies again, who, who knows? But, uh, the great yeah. thing is, with Bat- if they did a Batman Beyond film, right, you could legitimately bring back Michael Keaton to be the older Batman. This was you- a question I was going to say. Would you like Michael Keaton or mm-hmm. Batfleck? Because you could do either. You could do well, either. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in a third option. Uh, oh, Kevin, okay. Kevin Conroy. Yes. Uh, so um, this is his time to shine. Uh, yes. Like, like he Although could... he has done that, he did a live action. No, I know. Crisis. I, I, uh, I know. I know. Stuff. But it would be, you know, you, you could still do it again. Just, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, and it was, it was actually good because he was evil in Crisis. He was an yeah. evil Bruce Wayne. It was yeah. great. So yeah, I mean, like I, I again, I know this is it's it's bullshit. It's not going to happen. It's not no. going to happen. Um, then again, they need to because look, they haven't made apart from obviously the Dark Knight trilogy, Chris Nolan movies. Since then, there have been several movies that have included Batman that have not been up to par. Do you know what this is like? It's like this, this story feels like, you know, we're saying DC is a house that has flooded and they're mm. trying to fix it by building an extension. I'll tell you what it is. Uh, DC is Wayne Manor at the end of Batman Begins. <laughs> it is. Yep. Yep. They need to update the foundations on the West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, we'll see. I, I just, I, yeah, well, I mean, we won't see it. It's not going to happen. Not not anytime soon. Um, it would be great. I think it'd be a, that. As I say, would be the Batman film that would get me going. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. There I don't go. know. I, I I'm a sucker. I, I I like a classic. I know we've done Bruce Wayne to death. I've, we've done Bruce Wayne to death. But I, you know, Batman is Bruce Wayne to me. I, I don't know Terry McGuinness as a character that well, to be honest. I don't know but that character. It hasn't always just been Bruce Wayne has been Batman. Like, no, I know he... Dick Grayson has been Batman yes. as well. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, that was during the um, the Nightfall thing, wasn't it? When uh, yeah, Bane yeah. broke his back. So, But he was still like reluctant to do it. He didn't because even, even to Dick Grayson, Batman is Bruce Wayne. You know. Well, I don't care. I want to see a non-Bruce Wayne Batman. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see it. It'll be fun. Look, it's it's Batman. I I will see it, but whether whether I'm on board with it depends on the storyteller and how successful they are. Exactly. Excellent. But that's our sodium stories this week. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. Just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. When we're reading the news, and it's a sodium story. Like podcast, isn't it? It's been great, mate. I mean, I'm having a great old time. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. We should, we should, we should mention something. Like, I'm just gonna read because I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna say at the beginning in the pre-intro, but uh, yes, we're 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 gonna have a little bit of a refurb. Yes, yes, Uh, it's it's quite exciting. Yeah. So before we go into our final section, I think we're gonna tell you about the future of the podcast Mm. because. What, what what tends to happen is at the weekend we you know we we go through the week we get all the stories together uh, we spend all our time during the week playing games watching TV shows and essentially what this podcast is yeah is just me and Matt two friends having a chat about geeky things about what's coming up about what we've been playing and what we've been watching that's what it is and the thing is if we put out this podcast unedited every week it would be two to two and a half hours long. Easy. 
right? Yeah. Because we, we get carried away. We like to chat yeah. about stuff. There's stuff that we, there's, the, 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 we have whole thing. You, you know what? There was one episode we talked about Saved by the Bell and it hasn't made it into the cut. No, there was a whole episode we talked about the Raw Shark comic that was coming out. Didn't yep. make it in. We had a we had a bit about oh do you remember the first episode we did together and we talked about Spider Man for ages yes uh, Spider Man comics and that didn't make it into the cut there was a movie that you watched with Tom Hanks that that got cut as well that, yeah that we talked about and there's so much stuff that gets cut but the thing is we don't want to cut the sections we don't want to get rid of all the, any sections we love no. talking about what we've watched because I think uh, because and what we've played that week because we think that's relevant we think that's you know it's the, that's us reacting to what's there and now mm. um, and even if it is us re recapturing sort of nostalgia and going retreading our path on like you know what we've played before what we've watched before but mm. I, we, I love that um the new talking about the geek news is so important to us because again it's all about the future and you know how what our opinions on that and hopefully we entertain you and you have a laugh listening to that love sodium stories because you know what <laughs> there is times where like the stories that come out they are utter bullshit we have to yeah. take them with us as i say a truckload of salt and of course before we go into it but we love our fantastic five our fantastic five is such a i think it's such a great way to round up our podcast and absolutely we have a lot of fun putting them together every week. And again, if you want to suggest a Fantastic Five, just, you know, do it on a social Tweet media. Tweet us, Instagram yeah, us, yeah, Facebook yeah. comment, you know. But the thing is, we we could do, like your average podcast on wherever you're listening to is usually between half an hour to an hour long. We're pumping out podcasts that are between an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes. We appreciate that's a lot for people to listen to in mm -hmm. one sitting. We it's do. also a lot to edit. It's a lot to edit. And what we would ideally do is in our edit, we would trim the, trim the beginning, trim the end, drop in the music, done. That's what we would ideally do. But that's just not happening right now. So what we're going to do, uh, rather than uh, spend ages, you know, cutting out things that you, you, you may enjoy, you're probably going to enjoy everything that we've cut. Uh, what we are going to do, we are going to do two podcasts a week. So you are going to get more content from us, uh, but in smaller chunks. So it's more digestible. So it may be you get two episodes that are like 45 minutes a piece. Uh, you may even get two that are two an, an hour a piece. So you still get two hours of content from us, but you don't have to do it in one sitting. You can actually just listen. So, so we'll cut it into essentially us having our chats, what we've been watching, what we've been playing, and then another episode where it will be the news, the sodium stories, and the Fantastic Five. So it's still essentially going to be in the same order, but you'll be getting it on different days. Plus, and it means you... Yeah. Sorry, plus it means that you can actually listen to the part that you want to listen to. Maybe you don't want to listen to our chats. Maybe you just want to hear about the news. Yeah. Or likewise, maybe you're not interested in the news. Maybe you just want to hear our chats. This is going to give you a chance to actually pick the parts that you want to listen to first. Yeah, absolutely. And what we would also like to do, I mean, uh, we would like to, we haven't actually done something on YouTube for a while. We've been putting our videos out uh, on, on Twitter and Facebook, and they've been getting loads of views on, on, on Facebook, which we really appreciate. So thank you. If you've been sharing them, thank you so much. Um, but if you are listening to this, find us on YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel because mm. we do want to put some more content there. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, is because we don't have that many subscribers, I think we have a total of six subscribers on YouTube. Um, <laughs> it means that the algorithm is against us and yes. we need subscribers just to, just to build that up. So if you find us on YouTube, please, because we want to do 
uh, more things. You know, the cinemas are open again when I uh, get, get get the courage to go to the cinema because uh, it's still quite scary out there, people. It's still quite scary. But I want to go to the cinema and I want to do reviews uh, and, yeah. and, and all of that sort of stuff. And we, we would like to put that on the Geekatorium YouTube channel. Um, we've got loads of things that we'd like to put on the YouTube channel and, and, and we just, we just, you know, we want to build, we want to build this. Um, we want this to be a thing. Yeah. Please help us make it a thing. Make it a thing. And, uh, you know, uh, tell us, in fact, you know, what would be quite interesting as well to find out, um, do, do you like the sound of this? Are you happy with the very yes. long podcasts or would you prefer it in the shorter ones? Do you want us to give it a try? And then, you know, don't be afraid to tell us to go back to the long form. If you prefer the long form, that's exactly. okay. We just think we're in our heads. We're like, this is really long. Like people are not going to want to listen to this. Tell us if we're wrong. If you are enjoying the long form, then do it. But we think that this will be just a nicer way of, you know, just making it a bit more digestible. Listen, we, we, we have no problem with you telling us if we're wrong. Yeah. We, we sit in this podcast and we continually tell the people that they're wrong. So, <laughs> you know, we can take it. We can take the medicine. <laughs> but yeah, let us know. Uh, but we're going to be moving. This is going to be the, this will be happening in the next podcast. Yeah. Um, and just let us know from there. But shall we, uh, before, you know. Do we do a serious, Fantastic Five? I think we should do a Fantastic Five. When your brain is in a twist Cause you've got to make a list Of the best things of all time Or the worst things we can find It's a fair and fabulous Phenomenal Fantastic Five This week's Fantastic Five You came up with this one You came up with this one And it was a real off the cuff Because yeah. I sent you a text saying Fantastic Five this week And you threw it out there And I was like ooh Give me five minutes. I'm going to write some things down. Yeah. Yeah. It was the fact when I sent it back to you, it was like, like I, I hope you read it in the voice I'm about to say it was evil layers. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what, yeah, should we do that one? That was, pretty good it's, though. Hard though. Harder than I expected. It was, it was a little because you're like, what counts? Yeah, what exactly. Counts as an evil lair. So we didn't redefine it, but we'll hopefully we'll see. And I, I actually, I don't, yeah, we've not seen each other's lists. Uh, you've seen mine. Yeah, but, and I'm pretty sure we haven't got any crossovers. Okay. Um, but let's, should we do it? Yeah. Let's so, do it. Let's do it. Right. Last week, yeah, I went first. Do no, you want me you, to go first? I've got, I'm happy to go first. You go first. Yeah, I you will go, go first. first. It's go totally on. cool. Ma, okay. So evil lairs. This is it. This is it. This is, again, as we said, we didn't really define it. This is sort of a lair. Uh, it's, it's, it's Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin in Spider-Man, the, the movie with Tobey Maguire. Mm. Um, it's a, and also, I mean, it could, it could still be the new Goblin's lair by Spider-Man 3. Oh, the attic. <laughs> the attic, yeah. But it's behind the mirror. Yeah. And it's behind the mirror where Norman Osborn would have the conversations with himself. So that's what I really like is that the entrance to it is essentially the doorway into Norman Osborn's madness. Nice. So that kind of like behind behind the mask, behind the mirror, there lies uh, all of like the, the truth and all of his evil doings, his gadgets. Ah. You know, it's it's that's where, why I think it's rather interesting. I think it's like it, it, it is almost a metaphor as well as a let. God damn it. You went for imagery. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, that, I thought, I, I wish I'd thought of that. That's a great one, mate. Oh, yeah, and it's only my number five. 
I know I'm screwed. Because uh, <laughs> I went, I went like my number five is I went, I went ridiculous. I just went ridiculous with it because I, you know, again, what do you define as an evil lair? Um, and I just went, this is the most ridiculous thing I can think of at number five. But I, I just there's something about it that I just love, and it doesn't come from a good film. Okay. Uh, it, it comes from a, a perfectly fine film. It's it's uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. All uh, right. J- James Bond Tomorrow Never Dies. It's the stealth boat. Which oh. I I know it's technically not his lair, but it's cool it, though. It is kind of cool. It's great. No, <laughs> it's, hey. And point and utterly pointless, utterly stupid. Like <laughs> like it's so stupid. Like it's like it's a boat. It's just a big black boat sitting in the middle of like you're like, hey, what's that that big black thing in the middle of the sea? Should we shoot at it? No, no, we'll just ignore <laughs> it. It'll be nothing. Like it's just so clearly a like it's so clearly a thing. But I love it for because it's, it's re- utterly ridiculous. So that's my number five. That's great. That's fun. Yep. I yeah, like go it. on. What's your number four? Well, actually, my 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 number four is equally silly, if not sillier. Um, Futurama, right? Futurama, <laughs> one of the one of the greatest villains to come out of that animated show. Yeah, is the robot devil. It is. And where yes. does he live? Robot hell. <laughs> Robot Hell, I am counting as as a as a villain lair, as an evil lair. Perfect. It is so much fun. I mean, there's singing, there's dancing. Uh, it's it's utterly ridiculous. Um, it's a great window. The fact that they bothered someone, someone built like the concept that someone built a hell for robots. And the fact that it's like, but robots don't die, but somehow robots end up in Robot Hell. Yeah. It's so absurd. Uh, so it's the concept that I, I find hilarious. And but it's it's just any time when you go into robot hell in an episode of Futurama, it's gonna be great. Brilliant. So I love it. That's that's love it. Uh, yes, my number four. Yours? I love it. Okay. So my number four comes from Star Trek Voyager, uh, specifically the last episode, Endgame. Oh. Uh, yeah. Mine's is Unimatrix One because this. It's. Do you know what? I yeah. was thinking like, ah, the Borg, because the Borg are great, but they don't have a singular lair. But they but do. You're right, they do. They do. And this is this is what's really cool. It's like this is like the Borg are a hive mind, uh, but they have a queen, which was established in First Contact, which made them even scarier because it was like they yeah. like it's even scary that there's one singular mind controlling all these minds yeah and like oh it was but what's great about unimatrix one and what's terrifying about unimatrix one is that it shows because i think they're based in the delta quadrant we've established it takes 75 years for voyager to get from where it is back to the federation not even back to earth back to the the edge of the federation yeah um the borg appeared everywhere and they came from that same delta quadrant and it was always like how you know they they, they talked about trans warp conduits and stuff like that in uh sort of start, next generation they briefly touched on it this showed it and it's like that shot where like the where voyager comes through the nebula and it opens up and you just see all these entry points to trans warp mm-hmm. card and you realize how like like the borg are a virus like they can they're mm-hmm. like they're, no they're like molds like they their tendrils have gotten into the into like the the depths of like space and they can go anywhere and that's what makes it terrifying because it's like there's no you know, it's like how do you stop that and obviously voyager does in a most amazing way but it is just terrifying 
It's all, it, it, the imagery does remind me of when uh, Bill and Ted travel through time. Yes. You know, sort yeah. of the tubes and everything. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. But yeah, Unimatrix 1. There That's you go. awesome. Yeah, as I said, I was like, ah, there's no Borg, because there's, there's, there's so many Borg cubes and that doesn't count. And then I was thinking the Borg Queen in, fir, uh, in First Contact, first contact but that was yep. the Enterprise. It was the engineering. It's not a proper lair. It's, the lair can't also be the hero's lair. So, <laughs> although interesting. Okay, number three. My number three. You have to say this in a certain way, and I've got to have to do something with my face if I can try and say it right. But uh, my evil lair from number three. <laughs> For those who had trouble hearing, I want I want to make that into a gif. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's going on OnlyFans. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, the Technodrome from Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, <laughs> the cartoon. Well, I think it was only Hero Cartons in the UK, Hero Turtles in the uh, the UK. But uh, anyway, but the Technodrome is it's, it's an awesome looking piece of kit. Mm. It's a giant sphere with an eyeball on the top of it and tank treads. Like yep. it's, it looks scary. To I mean, if you saw it for real, forget the movie because the movie didn't really do it right. The Out of the Shadows. It looks close to it, but not. It yeah. wasn't there. But the Technodrome is just, it's just a vicious looking bit of kit. And then you get inside it and it's its very alien. Obviously, it is from Dimension X. But you have, you know, portals. You have the technology that turns people into people like Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You've got all of that stuff uh, and and it lives underground. I mean, underground is, is, is a pretty cool, like, layer. It's not the sewers that it's like deep in the earth's core, like really like it's, it's, I just, I just find it quite an intimidating thing because it's a layer that moves as well. Yes. Not all layer. I mean, I know yours was a boat, but, uh, but, but this, this I think is a bit more ominous. A giant sphere with an eyeball on the top of it is, is just a bit scary. Nice. Good shout. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, my number three, um, is, uh, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. It's the initiative. In oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, what I like about that is that you start off thinking, oh, these these are good guys, I think. <laughs> like, you know, is it, they're there out fighting demons, but it turns out they're actually collecting the demons. And why are they collecting the demons? To splice them in together into some unholy abomination. And that is, is, they're, they're trying to make soldiers out of demon parts and human parts and machines. And they end up with Adam. And Adam is like, what the hell? This is like the scariest thing. At this point as well, you're like, this is, this is, terrifying you know uh, buffy up until that point had been fighting things that were supernatural and were you know in but things of legend adam was created by man and then he turned on his people he turned on his creators and turned them into his puppets um but the initiative was like this big shadowy organization under the ground Hey, so there mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. Like, all okay. mili- military garb with hidden, but they had doors where you had no entry unless you had certain clearance and stuff like that. That is, that is an evil lair, like proper evil lair. Like the prison that Spike was held in, it was so evil, it was glass. You know, it's an evil prison when it's like, it's glass, not bars, glass. So yeah, that's, oh, that's I like my, it. That's my yeah. number three. Yeah. That's cool. That's good number three. Also, three. incidentally, it's so great. Um, do you remember like uh, Half-Life 2? You could create your own multiplayer levels. 
Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I've recreated the initiative. <laughs> <laughs> They're always got, called something like the Umbrella Academy, the commission. Yeah. The initiative, <laughs> yeah, all yeah, these yeah, shady yeah. organizations. Just like, I just imagine writers sitting there going like, hmm, what's, what's a word? What's a word? <laughs> hmm. The commission. <laughs> the commission. I mean, Jesus. Anyway, right, moving on, moving on. Fantastic Five. My number two. My number two, which I, I, I guess with my number two, it could be from either a comic or an animated movie. But it is the Joker's Lair mm. uh, in either Mask of the Phantasm or The Killing Joke. Nice. Uh, which is essentially just an abandoned funfair. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it's, yeah. It's really cool in Mask of the Phantasm. It's a great animated film. If you've not seen Mask of the Phantasm, it's so good. Does a kind of origin on the Joker that's not an origin, but it like it turns out he's an old school gangster. So it's a little bit like Jack Napier and all of that. Mm. Um, but I think it is the better lair is in Killing Joke uh, in the comic because it's terrifying. It's uh, where he tries to drive Jim Gordon completely insane. Uh, you know, he's got all his little people minions um, and uh, there's something, you know, something unnerving about an abandoned uh, funfair. I mean, like it's it's sort of the equivalent of if if Noel Edmonds used the abandoned Mr. Blobby land as 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 an evil lair. <laughs> if Pat Sharp used the abandoned funhouse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so all of that. Yeah. Imagine that. But like with with Mark Hamill's voice. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> but I think there's yeah, it's something unnerving about that. And and it's, it's perfect. You know, it, it's, it might seem cliche, but I would also see it as a perfect way to say what what would be a clown's lair yeah oh, it would be an abandoned funfair because that's actually terrifying without it being a clown as the villain it's terrifying enough love it you know put it's thanos in there that's quite scary as well thanos yeah. is using abandoned funfair as an evil lair i'd be scared <laughs> of that yeah yeah i'd be scared <laughs> of that good shout man good shout all right my number two yeah is so my number two is a character who became evil yes yeah and from the evidence of this lair, he just went and embraced it, like proper embraced full evil. Like mm -hmm, he just went, mm -hmm. I've got this, you know, if I'm going to be evil, going to do it right. My number two, you only see it in one movie. Uh, it's Fortress Vader from Rogue One. Oh, yes. In, on <laughs> yeah. Mustafar. On Mustafar, yeah. Yes. So he's like, this is where I became evil. I'm just going to embrace it. I'm going to build a castle on lava. Like, it's yes. Just like, yes. It's, it's so ridiculous. It's so evil. Um, and it looks evil. It looks like it's got two devil's horns. That's yes. how evil it looks, right? Um, it's just, it's so brilliantly evil. It just, it, it's the fact that it just looks like he's just gone. Like I'm, I'm embracing the evil thing. I've got, I've got. Do you know? I know a fact about this place Go as on. well. Uh, apparently, it's um, when when he's in his Bacta tank, uh, the window that he's facing that looks looks out of, it's looking over the area where Obi Wan defeated him. So it's so wait, always a reminder. Wait. So, but then now he's got the high ground. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But he's always looking at the high ground from an even higher ground. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised he didn't turn one of those um, those tanks into a, uh, a a time machine, so he could go back to the future. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh. yeah, yes. jokes. There you go. What's your number? <laughs> what's your number one? My number one is actually in the same vein. Uh, I, I don't know how you're going to top it with your number one because this one 
This is this is the big daddy. This is the big daddy of uh, Evil Lairs. So Go good on. that they built a second one. And so good they built a third one, but kind of didn't call it the same as the first. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking the Death Star. Like, <laughs> seriously, come on. This is one, it's no moon, but it, it's the size of one. That's pretty good. Uh, it can destroy planets. It's a lair that has its own planet-destroying weapon. Mm, Granted, mm. it has a big floor, but, you know, the, the exhaust port. But anyway, it is, it is quite... It's, it's terrifying to look at. Again, it's another giant sphere. But as I say, it can destroy a planet. Uh, and it's not just the lair... To, it's been essentially a lair to multiple villains. So you've got the Vader, you've got the Tarkin, you've got the Emperor. Well, mainly... Death Star 2 was for the Emperor. But it's 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 a le- and also what was his name? Um oh the guy from Rogue One, what's his name? Ben Mendelssohn's character. It's gone. Krennic. Yeah. Krennic. Uh Orson Krennic. There we go. All of a sudden the entire name comes in. So it's it's been a lair for so many bad guys. Uh and uh, I think yeah, it is probably one of the most iconic things. Like if I was to all of the lairs that we've talked about today if you put pictures of without their names, if you put pictures of them up in front of a complete like novice who doesn't know much about geek culture, they will know what the Death Star is called. And it is it's essentially, it is, as I said, it's a lair that also is a threat. It can destroy a planet. So, so yeah. I, that's, why it's, that's why it's my number one. Good shout. Good shout. Yeah, man. Yeah. How am I going to top that? How are you going to top that? What's your number one? Come on, bring it. Bring well, it. I, I um I guess I went for something that's real. Oh, yeah. I I went for something that is an actual evil place, like a real like if this is a real life example of an evil lair. Not like, Bermondsey, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were to think about in today's world, like if you you know you think about the modern world, what is the most evil place you can think of, right? Well, and right this now. is it. They've done okay. it, right? And it come it comes from a TV show. The evil lair I have chosen are the lawyers' offices of Wolfram and Hart from Angel. <laughs> Genuinely, I thought you were going to say the White House. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the White House. But I have gen I have genuinely chosen lawyers' offices uh, because yeah. they are so yeah. evil, right? But this. These particular ones, it's Wolfram and Hart, right? Mm-hmm. If you've watched Angel, you know Wolfram and Hart for all five seasons are the threat, right? Yeah. There are there are big bads that happen at each season, but there's always Wolfram and Hart, and they have been around for centuries. Not only that, they have existed in other planes of existence, in other dimensions they exist, the wolf, <laughs> the wolf, the ram, and the heart, right? It is so evil. They have like dungeons. They have like hidden portals like, like, that take you to other other dimensions where there's evil things going on. It's so evil. When a lawyer dies, they are still employed and they're brought back from the dead. Right? <laughs> like that's how evil this place is. It's so evil. They gave it to the good guy in the end. Like they, in the last season of Angel, they, they give the office, the, the LA branch of Wolfram and Hart, they give it to Angel and go, you can run it. It's all in charge of you in an attempt to make him evil. Because it's just like, it's, and it's like, yeah, he ends up like becoming the bad guys because, and it's, it's, it's funny because they, he becomes the bad guys because he has to start making the decisions that lawyers make. Yes. 
<laughs> so yeah, uh, I think the, the most evil layers you can get, Wolfram and Hart, because it's genuinely... Our lawyers are evil. <laughs> like, there they you are. Go. No, yeah, so hundred percent. So there yeah, you go. no, I, yeah, no, that that that, I, that that might be more evil than the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Good Fantastic Five. When your brain is in a twist, cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time or the worst things we can find. It's a fair and fabulous phenomenal Fantastic Five. That was a fun Fantastic Five. I enjoyed that a lot. I did too. Yeah, it'll be so. We're gonna have the we're gonna have the, the change. So thank you. You know, we're gonna have that change. Let us know what you think about that. Okay. Yeah. But we, you know, we, 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 all we like to do is just produce some good stuff for you. That's that's all we want to do. We just want to make yeah. it better, more accessible, and you know, that's 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 all we want. That's exactly. all we want. But that's 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 the end of the episode. That's what's this episode. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we had recording it because it was fun this one. Um, if you if you did, please whatever you're listening to this on, hit subscribe uh, and share it with other people because that's how we're going to get more listeners if you share it. Um, and also leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to because again, that's how we're going to get listeners and subscribers. Tell your friends, tell all your geeky friends about us. Do it, do it, and and you know, you, them, all of you, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, if, if you want to keep up to date with what we're doing, that's what you have to do. Um, another way you can support us as well is via Patreon, uh, because, you know, the stuff that we've deleted, uh, you know, you will have access to that on Patreon as well. Because as I've said before, just because it's been cut doesn't mean it's lost. So you can still access that, but you do have to subscribe to our Patreon. We want to put a load of extras on there for you. As I said, we want to update our YouTube channel as well. But for all of these things, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you can find all the links for those in the description. Or just Google The Geekatorium. There's there's only one of us. There's only one of us. Just look for The Geekatorium. It's easy. It's very easy. Is yeah. it? It is easy. It's Step so one. easy. It's so Google. easy. I mean, look, you don't even need to really remember how to spell it because it's the name on this podcast. Just look <gasps> at your phone. Look Yay. at your phone. Do it now. Well, do it. Thanks, folks. We'll be back next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.